Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, friends, and thank you for tuning in for a special, splashy Tale of Tales. Today, we'll be talking about the ocean or the sea. And as many listeners have requested, this is a story about Taffy, Power Dog's first cousin, and Tuffy's twin sister. We have sometimes referred to her as the bravest dog in all of Dogland. But another quality she has that I really admire is her curiosity. Do you remember that Taffy loves the ocean? She felt so happy whenever she was swimming in the sea, but she was also so very fascinated by anything having to do with the ocean, whether it was the way waves work, what lies in the deepest parts of the ocean, or what can be found along the shores. Her love for the sea and eventual desire to study it started when she was a very young pup. There was a family vacation to Hawuffi, where they all stayed in a wonderful house right on the beach. Taffy and Tuffy's mothers had announced that the pups were allowed to wander on their own as long as they followed the rules about staying safe and checking in. The mamas had taken them on many walks and taught them to look out for sneaker waves, to stick together, and to never ever turn their backs to the ocean. Taffy paid very close attention so that she might learn everything she could about this beautiful place that felt so magical to her. One evening, the mama said that the tide was very far out and told the pups where they could stay safe and play before bedtime cuddles and reading. Power Dog and Tuffy took to wrestling in the sand and playing disc toss, 
laughing and kicking up sand everywhere in the beautiful pink light of the crepuscular sky. Taffy, who'd usually join in that sort of fun, was feeling more curious about this place that filled her heart, and so she wandered their part of the beach alone, but still in sight of the others, sniffing at curious objects and tiny creatures. She came to sit on a great rock by the sea, looking out over the water. As far as her eyes could reach, she saw only crested waves that came from far beyond, and every wave was wreathed with bright sea foam that flashed like glittering jewels in that rosy sunset light. She had only just started to learn about the ebb and flow of the ocean tides, and she did understand that twice every day, the waves crept up to the rock on which she sat, and that twice every day, they receded, leaving a stretch of shining, sandy beach. I wonder who it may be that calls the waves back into the deep, she said softly to herself, and a little thrill came into her heart. Ooh, I wonder if a voice tells them when they may come back and play upon the sand. And as she spoke, the tide of the thrill that rose in her heart gave deep colors to her eyes, like the colors of the ocean. Ow! Oh, wonderful sea, do tell me some of your secrets. Now, as if to give her an answer, a great unexpected wave, certainly the kind that the mamas had warned the pups about, rose up with a crest of foam from the deep green and purple far-off currents and broke upon the shore all the way up to the rock with a roaring sea laugh almost at her feet. When the surf receded back from the sand, she saw that the wave had left bits of seaweed on the sand and shells and interesting wriggling little sea creatures. So this is the way that you answer me, she exclaimed, and I have to find out the rest for myself. She climbed down from the great gray rock to better see what the wave had left for her. At first, she saw only broken up shells and coarser rocks that lay exposed. But as her eyes grew accustomed to searching, she found countless treasures that had been left on the sand, in coves and confined to the tide pools around the base of the great gray rock. The longer and closer she looked, the more she was rewarded. The more she saw of the little sea wigglies, the more she loved them. And the more she loved them, the more she was able to find. There were little fleets, tinted and fragile, such as she had never seen before, stranded upon the beach. Scores of tiny, beautiful objects, or perhaps beans, lay glittering for a moment in the light, then buried themselves in the sand from sight. I wonder what they all are, she said aloud. I wonder where they came from. I wonder, how can they bury themselves so quickly in this sand? In fact, I wonder too, where the stretches of all this white silvery sea sand comes from, she thought to herself as she looked all around and wondered if she might just get the zoomies all by herself. Do you all know about the zoomies? If you have a family pet, then you may have already seen an individual get the zoomies. It is also possible that you have gotten the zoomies. 
I myself have seen my co-writer get the zoomies. This is a popular and silly word for when a dog or cat or kid or, well, pretty much any living thing gets a burst of crazy frenetic energy. And that burst of energy could make that individual run as fast as they can in circles and zoom, 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 zoom all around until they burn off that quick burst of crazy energy. Taffy looked all around, laughed a bit to herself, <laughs> and she didn't get the zoomies. Instead, she remained fairly still and very curious about everything that was going on around her. And she decided to instead very mindfully notice everything. She took in a great big sniff, smelling the salt air, and she turned about in a slow circle, drinking in the sights with her eyes. Right then and there, she made a promise to herself to remember this moment for as long as she possibly could and to always stay curious about the sea. Long, graceful curves upon the beach marked the limit of the incoming waves, and all along the sand were strewn the remarkable creatures of the sea. Slowly again, the tide was creeping up upon the sand. So, old sea, my new friend, are you coming back after your treasures? Taffy asked wholeheartedly, facing the ocean and seeming to expect an answer of some sort. Then she continued, I love your oddly soothing roar, and your sea songs make me excited, but I do wonder what it is that you are singing about. I want to know where your bright waves come from. She howled into the wind above the waves. Oh, I wonder and wonder and wonder so many things. For this young pup who sat by the sea and who wondered, and for other puppies who wonder, what sea stories are yet to be told? We see the waves come racing in, one after another, like foaming steeds, the waters that roll and tumble in. Crested billows were not always in the sea. They were not always deep-colored with purples and blues and greens, nor did they always break upon the shore with a roar like thunder. Even the water drops that crest a single wave were most of them born far away and often very far from each other. They, the drops that make up the sea, have traveled through many lands to their meeting place, this ocean. Some of them came tripping along in merry little brooks that laughed and sang and ran races. Sometimes the merry little brooks leaped into each other's arms and journeyed along together. No longer little rills, but rivers marching with a sterner tread. There was a river that stopped to work on its way, and at night the stars came down with the new moon, like a golden boat, and sailed upon its chest. Many of the water drops that helped to make the sea waves were once held in great icebergs, but the sun came along with a golden key to unlock the ice and set the water drops free. When they are freed, they trickle and sparkle and run until they can slip into the sea. 
No single tear or raindrop has been too small to help make the great waves of the sea. The waves run together and help make the great billows that dash and roar. But the water in the brooks and rivers and raindrops, it was sweet and good to drink. The seawater is salt and bitter. That is because the water that has traveled through many lands has brought some of the salt and the bitterness out of the soil it has washed over. Openings in the seafloor also share their salts. But it is the rocks along the land that give the major source of seawater salts. Slightly acidic rainwater that falls on land erodes rocks in its journey to the sea. Every drop of water that travels to the sea brings something along with it. If you will take some of the seawater home with you and boil it, then the water will vanish away in steam, but it will leave something behind. You will find left in the dish something that looks a little like snow. Taste it. It is salt and bitter like the sea water. If you can examine it with a magnifying lens, you will see that it is in little white flakes. They are in many shapes and are called crystals. The square crystals are salt. There are oblong crystals too. They are called lime. There are other kinds of crystals left when the water travels away and they are not shaped like the salt or the lime crystals. Every kind of crystal has its own shape. Little waves and crystals tell a story too, all about a journey to be learned by me and by you. So tell me, young pups, who sit by the sea and wonder, what sea stories are yet to be learned? <laughs>